still burning in a black big Benz. Bad bitch sucking dick about to dent my rim. Duffel bag full of hundreds, let us spend my teens. Gallet told you pussy niggas, all I do is win. Rolex full of boogers, lose my dogs in the pen. I'm fucking with a bitch, then she gotta be. Welcome back. No Clue Podcast, episode 68. We have returned. We have returned. Um, took a week off. Wasn't a lot of good things to talk about last yeah. week. Um, also with the news. Uh, but we are back, finally. I'm one of uh, your hosts. I'm Mike. And I'm Tyler. Welcome. Uh, you want to jump right into the rule? Uh, yeah, so not a ton of basketball news. Right. But there was a little rule change uh, applied to specifically agents in regards to getting college basketball players. Yeah. Um, do you want to get into the official, like, what the rule is? Um, yeah. <laughs> so it's three points as far as I, t- I saw. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Um, and it requires so like there's basically a new requirement for somebody to become an agent now. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is the first one is uh, the agent must pass an in-person exam taken mm-hmm. in November at NCA offices. Uh, the second requirement is they must be certified by the NBA Players Association for at least three years. And the third and, you know, considered controversial requirement mm-hmm. uh, is that they must have a bachelor's degree. Right. So what was your reaction when you when you saw this, with this rule? Before the, like, the, the stuff LeBron and all that, before, what was, what did you think about just this rule? Um, I'm cool with it, honestly. <laughs> I honestly didn't have a problem with it, like... I get. I understand why people do have a problem with it, but I, I don't have a problem with it really. But I I get it. I I can see what people think and why people think it's targeting and all that stuff. But nah, I'm I'm cool. Well, what did you think? I, I did. I did agree with some of the reactions I saw with the fact that it was targeting certain people. One in in particular. <laughs> yeah. Um, and and to me, I don't really see the benefit of this rule. Like, what's the positive to making these guidelines? Um, I think that you know, with the pro- the problem with most sports is that they like to implement rules that they consider helping everyone, like like they're babysitting these grown men. Yeah. And they think, like, the rules are supposed to protect these guys, um, which I get. But, yeah, man, I I think they're trying to say, you know, we want the people who are handling these guys' money or potentially handling their money to be well-qualified individuals, you know, and well-trusted by more than just the one person they're working with, which is, in a lot of cases, the, you know, the problem with... Um, you know, some guys have their uncle, and it, no one trusts the uncle except for the player. Like, no one else, even in the family, trusts him. Yeah. But the player, you know, will just go with it. And we see what happens from that. 
but sometimes it's successful. So it's, it's no real reason to say, you know, one certain issue is always a problem. So, yeah, man, I, I don't, I don't see that this is like a big help for anything. That's that's my problem with this rule more than anything, because I do understand some like the points being made here in terms of you want the person representing these athletes to be more qualified. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's the player's representation and the fact that you're handicapping the player from choosing who he or she wants as their representation to me. It just seems like you're trying to control things more than you're really helping the players. Yeah, I mean, I guess they want to be very, uh, they want to know all the agents, maybe. Because they once an agent applies for it, they can't stop them after that, you know? Yeah. But I think they want, like, a registry of every agent, I guess, which is kind of weird, but... Yeah, man, I don't know what to think of it. It's Do you just, really think it's targeting Rich Paul? I think the... It's hard to say that. I just... Uh-huh. I can't imagine the fact that they would make this rule just for him. Right. You know what I mean? Like, the thought process behind limiting Rich Paul... And Rich Paul's such a terrible, like, example to use because he does such a great job. Right. Like, dude, he gets all these guys the like these gigantic contracts that some of them honestly don't deserve. Right. Like, he's the most pro player. He's the most... He's exactly what you want out of an agent where he represents exactly what your best interests are. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't think a bachelor's degree changes that. Yeah, right. Uh, my, my big issue... Like, I understand, you know, having a bachelor's degree, that's not a big requirement, in my opinion. Um, mm-hmm. The the whole... Uh, what, what bothers me more than anything is the fact that the registration that seems kind of, oh, you got to pass a little test, it costs $1,500 to go through that process. Uh-huh. Like, if it's such a simple... If you're looking out for the athletes, why are you clearly profiting off this rule? <laughs> right. Yeah. And the I fact can see that, that it's fifteen hundred, it's like a two hundred fifty like uh, admission fee, and then it's another like twelve hundred uh, after the fact. It, that just doesn't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. That makes it seem like you're in it for the profit. Right. And it, again, like. The NCAA has gotten such negative attention over the last, like, two, three years that this rule is is poor timing. It is poor timing. It is, yeah. I would understand I if this rule came out, you know, five, six, ten years ago. Or five years from now. Or Right, exactly. Yeah. But it just, this to me, again, seems more like you're trying to control things than you're really helping players. Right. Uh, but at the same time, you know, it's it's easy to criticize, but I don't exactly have an idea of how they could, you know, have a better impact. Did you um, see the high school player rule? Um, no. Um, so this says that college basketball players can hire an agent so long as the, par- the player requests an evaluation from the NBA 
Undergraduate Advisory Committee, which consists of NBA team executives who provide candid advice to college players on their draft prospects. So that's we know that one. Then it says, assuming the NBA and National Basketball Players Association consent to the following arrangement, high school basketball players who have been identified as an elite senior prospect by USA Basketball can also be represented by an agent beginning July 1st before their senior year of high school. Oh, this for like the RJ Hamptons? Yeah, I guess. Those kind of guys. Superstars, yeah. Um... I, I like it. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. It, it's kind of going unnoticed uh, because of the controversy around the other things, but I think that's a big rule, too. And then, of course, it says the agents must be certified by the NCAA in order to work with high school and college athletes. That's fine. I have no problem with that. NCAA certified and family members who... Or those who act solely on behalf of a pro team aren't required to be certified at all until August 1st, 2020. I also don't like that it's targeting kind of NBA players or like basketball players. What do you mean? Uh, in, you know, other sports, well, NFL is a little different, but oh, other I sports get it. Yeah. don't have that. Yeah, right. Other sports, you could be drafted and then come back. Yeah, but for some reason, basketball players can't, you know, take the uh, take a real look at whether they could go to pro and come back to get an education. Not with an agent. Like yeah. me, me and you have been players. And anything that limits our options is not a good thing. <laughs> and the fact that yeah. the NCAA made a rule that really limits players' options more than anything else. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. I'm not a fan. I'm with you. I get that. I can understand right. that for sure. And now, and now you're gonna have, if anything, you're motivating like either up and coming agents to kind of find ways around rules. You know what I mean? Uh huh. You're gonna have people trying to finesse so they could represent. And you, all you really need to do is represent one, you know, big NBA player. Yeah. And you're kind of set, so I don't know, man. It's just tough. I want to see how this rule, what they're saying about this rule in a couple years. Mm-hmm. You know, and and it's gonna take a a big time recruit or a big time you know draft guy or guy you know gonna be a top ten pick mm-hmm. to come out and be like, look, like I wanted you know so and so as my agent, but because of this rule, I can't have him. Right. And that's I don't know, man. That's that's not what the NCAA should be about. But at the same time, I, we've seen all the shit they get up to. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um what's next in sports? Antonio Brown? Do we have any other NBA? Uh we can talk about Team USA. Okay. <laughs> they had a little scrimmage. They cut some people. Yeah, who got cut? Uh, Thaddeus Young. No Thank surprise. God. Yeah. Uh, and I think Bam Adebayo. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm not mad at it, though. Yeah. Um. I I saw, before the scrimmage, I saw stuff about the fact that Popovich is kind of creating a system rather than 
just playing through star players, mm-hmm. which is cool. Um, and it's going to set up, hopefully it sets up these guys to play really well together. Yeah. Because, like, you know, I, it's hard for me to imagine that any of these guys are going to stand out that much. Yeah, I guess. I especially, guess. especially if you're looking at for this team to take gold. You not you mean on Popovich's team or just in general? Like none of them stand out from each other. I think for them to be successful, they can't stand out. Oh, okay, I got you. You know what I mean? Like yeah. one guy can't be Kobe. As much as I love Mitchell, you know Mitchell can't be a volume shooter and they succeed. Yeah. Um. And and going into the scrimmage, I saw some of the highlights. Um, they look good. They do look good, yeah. Uh, I like some of these guys. Uh, clearly have chemistry together. Mm-hmm. Uh, the energy's nice. There's a there's a sense of like motivation. Yeah. That to me, wasn't there in the last maybe like almost like decade. <laughs> last time there was motivation was when Argentina spanked them. Well, the thing is, you know. because so many guys backed out of it, the guys who are there actually want to play. Right. Yeah, so it should be. And they picked up Fox, right? Yeah. That was a big pickup, I think. Because mm-hmm. who was back up to Kimba before Fox? Derek White, maybe? Like I said, <laughs> <laughs> that was a good pickup. <laughs> and, and at least we'll probably have one of the fastest people on the court with in Fox. Yeah. Um yeah, man, I, I liked how they looked too. I, I like the ball movement a little bit I've seen. Um we got guys who make really good moves too. Yeah. We Tatum. got mismatches. Ooh. Yeah, Tatum Tatum's Tatum, smooth. Tatum is smooth and he's a mismatch. You know, um he's so versatile. We got a lot of versatility. Even Mitchell who's you know, undersized, but he's going to be really strong for a lot of the guards that would be checking him there. Mm-hmm. And he's going to be way too quick for a lot of the forwards that would check him. Yeah. So, um, I I think it's going to be fun to watch. There's going to be a lot of dunks. I know that for sure. Yeah. May not be a lot of threes, but. And Kemba and, and Mitchell were getting out in transition. Yeah. Lob uh, City. Right, and and I like Mitchell's a good. Uh, he's getting good at moving without the ball too. Yeah, he is. Which, which is exactly what he's gonna eat off that for sure. His team for sure. Yeah, yeah. And um, at first I <laughs> I talked bad about Plumley, us taking Plumley. Yeah. But he is gonna help, especially with the off the rim rule mm-hmm. there. Oh, Plumlee's taking stuff off the rim right away every time. It's easy. It's easy. And he's one of the best in the league. At, he does it in the league now and gets goaltenders like every game. Yeah, so I, uh, I like he's a good fit too. Like he's not a guy you don't have to throw him the ball. He's yeah. gonna play with a ton of energy. Mm-hmm. He'll find open teammates. Like he's just a good player. And he'll get dirty. Exactly. Which will happen. It'll happen once at least. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a little worried about our, our backcourt size. Uh-huh. You know what I'm Like, Mitchell's a little bit smaller. Kemba's mm-hmm. smaller. Even Fox is a little bit smaller than, you know, a lot of the guys overseas are slower but a little bit bigger. 
Yeah, some of them. Uh, yeah. So, but I, I don't know because our front court's still solid, so I'm not too worried about it. Yeah, Kimba. Out of those, Kimba would be the one I'm most worried about because I don't think like even though Mitchell is small, he's not like that easy to post up because he's so strong. Yeah. And Fox is long. He has really long arms, and he he pressures the ball well. Kimba, uh, you know, I, guys will get tired from guarding Kimba. That'll be his. Right. That'll be his defense, probably. Um, but yeah, I, I agree. We, we are kind of undersized. Um, it's it's gonna be interesting to see what their close games look like. Yeah, who you know, who would you go to ball? in a close game? On the I team? mean, Mitch, Mitchell's the smart pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know Mitchell's like the most fearless of all the guys. Yeah. Or at least from how he plays. Yeah. Uh, but but I think Tatum could be a sleeper too. Yeah. Because Tatum is smooth. Tatum does a good job of getting shots that he can make. Yeah. You know, so. But it'd be interesting. Yeah, well, yeah. Our bench is still kind of ugly to me, but that's all right. We'll be all right. We'll be all right. Uh, Guys just got to come in and do what, like, in in Team USA's best days, like, some of the top-tier players would come off the bench and just play super hard. Yeah. Like, Westbrook used to come in and pick up full court every time. <laughs> yeah. And, like, dude, if Westbrook doesn't have to carry, he doesn't have to get a triple-double and, you know, be used 44% of the offense, mm-hmm. that's exactly what I want from him. Right, yeah. Like, Melo used to come in and just take, like, quick open shots. Mm-hmm. D-Wade in the, you know, 08 and a little bit later would just attack. Yeah. Uh, guys are just playing to their strengths, and hopefully some of these bench guys could do it too. Yeah, yeah. I, Obviously we, not to the effect that some of those other guys did it, but right. And although we do have a small backcourt, our um, you know, we have forwards scoring forwards that are you know pretty big. We got Kuzma and Middleton. You know, those guys are shooting forwards. They'll be they'll be good in that um, in the international game. Both of those guys for sure, especially Kuzma, if he plays, you know, his game, which I think he will. I think he'll be fine. <laughs> we got Joe Harris, <laughs> mm. lethal. <laughs> yeah, lethal Joe. <laughs> um, Harrison Barnes, Jalen Brown, yeah. Lopez, who who would you start out of what out of the final cuts? Who would you start? Kemba Mitchell. Mm, I think uh, Tatum. I'll put turn Miles Turner at the five. Uh-huh. Uh At the four. Mm. I don't know. You have any thoughts on putting who to put at the four? Uh, probably Barnes, I guess. Between Barnes and Kuzma. Oh, we got PJ yeah. Tucker too. Well, Tucker's not starting. He, go out there and check the best player. Tucker Tucker might start off of the fact that he's like a guy again who doesn't need the ball. Yeah. And you need you need a guy 
you can't have five guys who all need touches. Right, yeah. That, that's so, why I would... If that's anything, what I about Turner him. might not start either. Like, they could throw Plumley in there to, to start off with. Yeah. Uh, but I think Kuzma would fit well, too, at the four. Kuzma yeah, he would, would for sure. Player. Yeah. All right, cool. Good luck, Team USA. Yep. I saw the bracket we're in. I'm I'm not worried. Did you see? Nah, who are we playing? Uh, we have... Let me check. <laughs> yeah, I'm not... I'm not scared. Oh, yeah, we got... I believe it is... Czech Republic. Uh, Japan. And I think... Uh, I don't know what T-U-R is. I don't want to say it and be wrong. T-U-R? Yeah. It's the abbreviation. Maybe, um... I don't know. Oh, Turkey. Oh, okay. Turkey, Czech, and, uh, Japan. How many... Have... have Has an NBA player, like, been produced from any of those countries? <laughs> I'm not saying like I'm not trying to <laughs> roast them, but uh, I feel like Turkey had somebody. I, I want to say Turkey did, but I can't. I it doesn't come to mind. Yeah, no, nah, maybe not. <laughs> hey, like I said, I'm not worried. I mean, you know, sometimes random like Omri Caspi's from like, oh, Iran or something. So Turkaloo kinda... and Cantor. I forgot oh, about Cantor. Cantor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Turkaloo. Cancer is not playing for him. No, he's not. He's not even allowed in the country. <laughs> right. Ilyasova. Um, CD Osman. Oh, oh, Chetty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, uh, Chetty the Osman. Kirk oh, wow. Moss. Oh, wow. They produced some... Pl- I mean, you know, the last couple names are pretty bad, but... <laughs> that's still that's still a good number of NBA players. Ashik and... Um, wow. Okur. I mean, he's oh, done, make, but... You can make a little all-time team with those guys, and, and that would be, be solid at 2K. <laughs> oh, Kerr and Turkaloo. <laughs> yeah, pick a, pick a pop. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Let's see, who, where, who else we got? Japan? Japan and Czech Republic. I don't think... I don't think Japan has had any NBA Oh, guys. now Rui Hachimura. Oh, right, right. First one. Um, and... Uh, Watanabe, he played this year. This was his first year too. That's it though. <laughs> oh, from Memphis, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I saw him in summer league. Yeah, he's big. He is, yeah. Um. Oh, Sadaransky's check. Hmm. Right, <laughs> shout out. Is Sadaransky playing for for Czech Republic? That'd be uh, kind of dope. Let me check. He might be, and. Jan Weasley. Oh God. <laughs> oh, we Wizards fans don't talk about that name. Um, let's see. Where, let me see if their roster is updated. Oh, Jan fucking Vesley. <laughs> yeah, Sadaransky. What a whiff. It says Sadaransky's playing. Vesley might be on the team, honestly, because he's still in his like late twenties. I'm pretty sure. Uh, yeah, he might be. I don't know if this. Oh yeah, this is 2019. Oh no, I don't see either one of them on here. Oh, okay, I mean, I was just curious, just for a little, little bit of trivia. <laughs> yeah, nah. 
I'm, I'm not, not, I'm not worried. I agree. Either. I'm not really too worried about the, any of them. <laughs> yeah. If we're we got, losing to them, I mean, we got bigger problems than even the two of us thought. Right. Some of these other brackets look nice, though. Like, Greece, New Zealand, and Brazil are in there in a bracket. Mm. MNE, I don't know. I don't know what Where's, that is. Who's Australia uh, with? Australia has Canada, Senegal, and Lithuania. Ooh, that Australia Canada game. Yeah, it's gonna be fire. I gotta catch that one. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Let's see, any other ones? Russia, Argentina, South Korea, Nigeria. Mm, That could be that could be fun. I think that would be pretty. That's probably the most even. You guys yeah, might sneak I've, out of there, Russia. I've heard, eh, I don't know. <laughs> Argentina is just like Argentina's always good, man. Scola is still playing for Argentina this year. Yeah, I saw. Yeah, we need Plumley. <laughs> <laughs> we need someone ready to fight Scola just in case. That'd be, that'd be dope if Ginobili came out of retirement to play in there too. That would be dope. That it would be cool if it was a surprise. But he said farewell last Olympics. Nobody used to work our superstars. <laughs> yeah, he did. For sure. Um, Spain and Puerto Rico, Tunisia, and... Is that Ireland? No. I-R-I. Man, I wish they would just say the full yeah. full things. I don't know what I-R-I is. Oh, Iran. Okay. Okay. No, not worried. Not worried about any of them. Spain, well, Tunisia. Tunisia has had some good teams lately. Uh, I'm curious. I'm gonna try to watch, you know, as much of these teams as I can, just because I want to see some of the guys. Yeah, for sure. You know, if a lot of a lot of them will probably have guys out of from like college that we have seen. Yeah. Yeah, or guys from college that. You know, we'll be in college next year. Yeah, exactly. Like how Murray was. Right. <laughs> Murray lit us up when before he got to college. <laughs> I was like, wow, this dude. I thought he was coming straight to the league from Canada. <laughs> um, yeah, well, that starts uh, August 31st, so I'm ready for it. Um, any other NBA? Uh talk about big three a little bit no nba yeah go ahead bro iso joe joe johnson has been cooking yes he is dude he is such a clear mvp like it's not even close and he just stopped playing right two years ago last year last year (laughs) right he he drained a game winner last weekend like a four-pointer i saw that yeah and and they were it was 46 48 Mm-hmm. And he hit a four to end the game, <laughs> like a ISO four pointer. Completely unnecessary. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. But yeah, man, it's been fun. Uh, it's it's getting more and more competitive. Hmm. Um. Enemies have really let me down, man. Gilbert was looking real awful this weekend. Mm-hmm. Mahmoud Raouf was fucking working him. <laughs> I was like, Gilbert, get a stop. That's not surprising to me. <laughs> it's Gilbert and, you know, yeah. lazy. Enemy, enemies are really let me down because Gilbert, uh, Royce White has looked average. Mm. You know, like, 
What are you doing? You you were talking about you're the LeBron. <laughs> you out there? You out there looking like another guy? Isn't he like three, two-time Canadian League MVP? Something like that. Yeah. I okay. can see the appeal. Like his game, like he could post up. He could take guys off the dribble. But he's got that thing of like he's not really that good at anything. He could just do everything. Right. You know, so it's just, and and it's, a lot of people don't realize how physical it is. Yeah. Because some of these guys are slower, it's a little, like, the the game is obviously slower paced. Yeah. And they actually, they actually feed the ball inside. Mm-hmm. Like, Greg Oden has been eating the last couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, man, it's been fun. Okay, cool. Entertaining. Yeah, those guys really go out there and have fun. And, and the thing is, like they don't none of them really have to be doing it. Yeah. I think that's kind of makes it more fun because there's not really not the pressure and is not the um you know, contractual obligations. They're just going out there and just having a good time and playing, yeah. you know, legit games, which is I, cool. I, I would like the only issue I have is they gotta figure out a way for games not to be won off of like free throws. Oh yeah, like walk off free throws. Yeah, that's it. like I know it's to fifty, but it is whack. Yeah, man, it's just tough <laughs> to me. Like guys hit a free throw and to win the game, like I don't know, it's just whack to me. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think they should do? That that's the thing. Like it's tough because again, they're super physical and the refs do allow a lot of contact. Mhm. Um so I I don't know, man. I it'll be interesting to see how the their rules progress over the next couple years. Yeah, they'll definitely change. So like certain th- I don't know if they'll change that, but you know, they are going to change things, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. If anything, maybe Maybe not make it to a to a certain score, mm-hmm. and make it a timed. Obviously, not forty eight minutes, but yeah, I don't know. It's at that point, you know, you got a lot to change, but right. All right. Okay, moving on. Um, Antonio Brown. He's had a rough off season already, as usual. As usual, he's had a lot of controversy. Um, last week, it was the frostbite in his feet from cryotherapy, right? I believe so. Um, and this week... <laughs> Go ahead, you got it. Um, Antonio Brown is threatening to retire because he he does not get to wear his old football helmet. <laughs> He believes the new helmet that the rules mandate he wears protrudes out and interferes with his vision as he tries to catch the football. Uh, the Raiders have been sending Brown other approved helmets to try out, but at this time he is not interested in wearing any of them. <laughs> Antonio is a maniac, dude. Like, seriously. He is crazy. You think he's gonna get the helmet? The I old one? Not. I hope not. Like 
Seriously, I'm, bro. Are you are you serious? Like a helmet, dude. Adjust. Who cares? Is this mustache still blonde? No, it's not. Thank God. Right, dude. Uh, I watched I watched Hard Knocks uh, yeah. of the Raiders episode one, and I'm I'm not a huge fan of the show, to be honest. But, uh, dude, he fucking he used a like a he. What are the like the balloons that you could travel in? You said a balloon. You know what I'm talking about, like the pop-up balloon that they used in like the Mummy, like the OG Mummy with Brendan Fraser to travel in. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Like, what is that called? I don't know. Like, he used one of those to arrive to training camp. <laughs> like, dude, what? And I don't know, man. He's just, he's a weird guy. Like he, he acts so humble on camera too, which pisses me off because he acts like he's so quiet and he's so polite and he acts like he's like all about the team, but then you ditch in the team because you don't get the helmet you want. Like that is utter insanity to me. Yeah, you don't get your helmet, but you fly in on a hot air balloon. It's one thing. Look, if Julio Jones, OBG, if all, if the top ten receivers all were like, "Yo, this helmet sucks." Yeah, <laughs> I'd be like, you know what I'm saying? Like this helmet situation has to change. Is any other receiver saying anything? I haven't about heard it? a single <laughs> wide receiver say a word. Right. Yeah. So I. I don't know, man. I, I'm i tired of his shit. He's, I am he's, too, man. He's and a great receiver, man. Like, I'm not... He's, obviously, I'm, he's not a scrub. Like, he's all-time great receiver. And he makes everything seem like a game. That's the other thing I don't like. Like, yeah. he... He just doesn't take it seriously, it seems like. Not at all. Like, he takes the work... Like, he has the work ethic, uh, but he doesn't have, the like, the mentality of being a winning player right and the Raiders are like hard knocks just made it makes it seem like the Raiders are like have this potential mm-hmm. like they're this exciting team to me that they, they look <laughs> like trash honestly <laughs> yeah I, like Derek Carr is not a good quarterback to me <laughs> like Nothing about them even sounds remotely exciting to me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, you see now why Tomlin was just like, okay, forget him then. You know? For sure. Because <laughs> he trips out anyway. Dude, he, he's clearly, like, he wants to be the most important guy. Yeah. And, and Steelers made the right move. Yep. And Steelers are going to be solid this year. Yeah. Like, yeah. They're if anything, I trust the fact that they're a well-run organization for them to be to still be good. Right. You know, but man, this I'm really tired of Antonio Brown. I hope if he doesn't if he doesn't want to play with these new helmets, fine. Get the fuck out of here. Somebody else will come in and and get those catches. Right. Yeah, for sure. All right. 
<clears throat> what else do we have for sports? Is there anything? I mean, sports Did has you been kind of the pre preseason highlights first week. No, I haven't. You know what's crazy is similar. Like I'm really starting to notice that some of these sports talk shows uh-huh. have nothing to talk about. Yeah, because because they were out there taking uh, like the first, you know, so the the starting quarterbacks all had like a drive. Mm-hmm. Some of them even didn't even play, but like all the rookies had a drive. Like they were getting excited over Kyler Murray because he went four for five with forty yards. <laughs> He's a special playmaker off a of four for five. First of all, it's the first preseason game. Right. Defenses aren't even like ready yet for real. Yeah. And you're playing backups. Right. I was about to say, how many of the stars are even playing? Not many. Right. And, and it's crazy uh, that they're like taking five passes and calling them special playmakers. Or Daniel Jones apparently is creating a. QB controversy. Did he? Did he play? Yeah, he had a, he had a good drive. One good drive. Yeah. Okay. It's cr- like, dude, I I think Eli Man. Like we've talked about how awful Eli is. Yeah. But the disrespect that the Giants and, and some of the media sometimes throw his way. Yeah. Can get can get kind of crazy sometimes. Throw Eli's way. Yeah. Yeah, Eli, like, he's not, (laughs) he probably shouldn't be starting on, like, a good team, but he deserves to be in the NFL. Yeah, Eli is an NFL quarterback. Yeah, for sure. It's crazy to me that Daniel Jones has a good drive, and all of a sudden, there's a controversy. Yeah. The Giants, dude, the Giants are going to suck no matter who they put at quarterback. Yeah. Because there's no one else there. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Nobody else. Yeah. Oh man, I'm pretty surprised uh, in other NFL news that Zeke doesn't have a contract. Yeah, that's big news. What do you think about that? <laughs> Cowboys fans are mighty brave, thinking that they'll be fine without him. <laughs> yeah, no way. It's it's hard for me to believe that. No way. And with him, they're a good team. That's the that's the other thing. It's not like he's. Having him doesn't change you dramatically. It does, for sure. Zeke is the centerpiece of their offense. Yeah. You don't, when you say, like most good offenses, when you, the first name that comes to mind is the quarterback. Yeah. There's no way, nobody in that understands football watches the Cowboys and says, oh yeah, Dak Prescott makes the Cowboys go. <laughs> Right. It's the threat that Ezekiel has just being on the field. And Zeke's even... Zeke had the most catches on the team last year. Right. Yeah, It's going to be... Hey, man, this is a make-it-or-break-it year for Dak. You think so? I mean, it looks like Zeke might not even play the first couple games. They'll, They'll get him before the first game. First regular season game. I don't know, man. I thought that with Le'Veon Bell... (laughs) <laughs> and it never happened. <laughs> yeah, right. It just—you remember—they just every week it was like, man, eh, yeah, know, Le'Veon should be back. It. Right. They kept saying Le'Veon should be back this week, should yeah. be back next week. Never Deal should be back. done. Nah. I get it, man. These running backs, you know, they get their ass whooped all year long. They do, and they do a lot of risk for very little reward. 
Right. Like, sometimes they get three yards and get, you know, wrecked on the play. And, and Zeke has carried a poor coaching staff. Yeah. Because, again, the coaching staff doesn't do them a lot of favors in terms of how creative Dallas is. Right. Dallas is boring as fuck. Yeah. For, and they have a mobile quarterback, and they don't even use that. So it's like. I know, and he showed it his first year. And then they were like, oh, every yeah. Year. Yeah, we saw that, but <laughs> we're not going to use it. Let's just have him drop back and, and throw five yard passes. <laughs> Which is crazy. He drops back five yards and then just throws five yard passes. It's to insane. Bl- to man. a shitty receiver group, too. Right. Oh, yeah. Man. It's, I'm I'm excited to see Dallas fail this year. <laughs> like it, it's so easy to root against them. It is just because how crazy their fans are and how I don't know, man. There's just this stigma ar- around how great they are, and they America's haven't team. been that for so long. <laughs> America's team, baby. Oh man, I've been to a couple of Cowboys games, and. It's exactly what everyone who hasn't been to a Cowboys game thinks it is. Yeah. Romo was that quarterback? Yeah. Oof. <laughs> now, I'm not going to hate. Romo had some good years. Romo was good. He just was. He just folded under pressure every time. Every time. Every single year. <laughs> every single available moment. <laughs> yeah. He never came through. He was. He was what Kirk Cousins is now. Yeah. He'll throw for 404 TDs, and then all of a sudden there's an open receiver and he's throwing it out of bounds. Right. Or he's throwing it to the other team. Fourth quarter, he just disappears off the face of the earth. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Going to be a good season, man. Going to be a good football season. Yeah. Going to be an interesting season, I should say. Um. I feel like there was something else I wanted to get on in sports. Uh, basketball, the the tournament wrapped up. Who won? Uh, the Mark. Uh, I'm not sure. The Marquette team. I saw they made the finals. I don't know if they won. I, I think they did. Let's see. Uh, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. Oh no, uh, Carmen's. Oh, Carmen's God. crew. Beat them by six. John Diebler went four for five. I got to watch Aaron Kraft, so I was satisfied. That's a squad, man. Diebler, Kraft, and Lighty. Yeah. (laughs) They were so fire. Diebler had, like, the Ohio State um, record. Like, not Ohio State. The state of Ohio high school record Mm. when he played in high school. Shooter. Um yeah, that's cool. They got a squad. That's crazy. Kraft looks better every time I see him. And still and can't just, make it to the league. Uh, yeah, not even a chance. TJ McConnell got a job and Kraft every, doesn't. Dude, it, com- it comes to my mind every time. Yeah, it's like, crazy. Dude, if they were matched up, Kraft would work him. <laughs> he would dog him. <laughs> McConnell yeah. would be benched in a couple minutes. Yeah, he would, for sure. I don't know. It's I mean, you know, I'm joking on McConnell. He has played well. Yeah, McConnell's like he, not bad, but he's proven himself as an NBA player. He's not proven himself better than Kraft. No, nah, he hasn't. Yeah, 
<clears throat> Kraft, like, Kraft somehow gets people... He fakes people despite the fact that he can't shoot. I know. He's, isn't he also two-time defensive player of the year in the G League? Yes. That's fire. <laughs> That's really God. fire. I'm, give him a chance, please. Right. Ben McLemore gets several chances? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Just call him out. That was <laughs> ill-advised. Hey, I- <laughs> Macklemore has shown me nothing that says I'm a solid NBA player. Yeah, he's just a lot more athletic than Kraft and um, yeah, and um, I, I know I know how McConnell. basketball is. You coaches always see the the size, the potential. Yeah, he was definitely a potential pick because yeah, it is what it is. Based off his potential in college, his potential was high, Dude, and then I it just he was never be went really good. I did too. I told you before. I thought he was gonna be fire, yeah. and then. He needed one more year, I think. But Kansas, I'm not. I'm not gonna get into a long thing about Kansas. But Bill Self doesn't really prepare his players for the league the best. He's not the best at it. Some of the really good players he has, he sends to the league, do absolutely nothing. You, you notice even some of the good Kansas guys that are playing in the league, it yeah. took them a while to become good. Yeah. Which which kind of shows a lack of you know being prepared. MB played like one game for Kansas. Yeah, like five. Yeah, just Embiid is the only one that I could think of that came right in the league fire. <laughs> Embiid hit a dream shake and that was it. He was in the NBA after that. Right. Chalmers was all right, but um, the rest every Chalmers' team had like four guys that were should have been fire in the league. And then, uh, didn't didn't the Morris twins play there? Yeah. They they took a little while to to become Oubre. good NBA players. Ubre took a while. Yeah. Thomas Robinson should have been fire. Oh yeah. He was crazy in college. <laughs> I thought he was gonna be a beast. Nothing. Um. Someone else. Uh. <laughs> Tyshawn Taylor was fire in college. NBA, nothing. I remember, I can't remember which 2K it was, but 2K used to stay fucking drafting him for me in my, <laughs> like, created teams. Yeah. Like, dude, I don't want him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. He was, he was a problem in college. and then He was a good college player. Um, Cole Aldrich. Good old Cole. How Nick he, Star. How did he last in the NBA as long as he did? I don't know, man. I have no idea. I guess, I guess if Lou Amundsen could play for like ten years, anybody, any big man can. Right. Andrew Wiggins. Let's let's just go there. Let's go take it all the way there. <laughs> Fire first year, nothing since then. Basically, um, I hated watching him at Kansas. I did too. Like I knew how like good he was at that point, mm-hmm. and I could see the hype around him. And he let me down every time I watched him. Yeah, I'm like this guy does not care about. And I've been proven right in his first what four or five years. Yeah, that he really does not care about being that good. No, he doesn't. Cause I saw him play in high school, and he was just ridiculous. Oh, yeah. He was unstoppable at a, what was it, Huntington prep? Yeah, I think he went to Huntington his last year. Okay. Um, 
I saw him like when he was in. I think he was a freshman. It was a really long. I was a freshman, okay. so it was a really long time ago. Um, he was he caught like a tap dunk second play of the game. It's crazy. Oh yeah, I'm, dude, I'm sure he averaged like multiple putbacks a game. <laughs> yeah, and he was the only freshman on the team. Cause I remember we got the program and like they said, dude already committed somewhere. I was like, which one? And I look on the program, there's only one ninth grader on the team, and he's starting. <laughs> so I don't know why. I don't know what's up with him, man. Something. <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to talk about Wiggins though. Um. Anyway, <clears throat> who were we talking about? Why did I bring up Kansas? Uh, Bill Self. Um, <laughs> well, we were talking about the tournament before, initially. Yeah. Oh, well, it doesn't matter. Yeah, we got off off track anyway. Um, Real quick, on NFL, I want to shout out um, that kid, man, from the Browns. Oh, yeah. Damon Shaheed. That's, a spo- that was, that's one of those lit sports moments that doesn't happen enough. Yeah, it is. They're talking talking to him about movies already, about making a movie. He hasn't oh, even played, wow. hadn't even made the roster yet, really. Oh wow! Yeah, uh, I hope he does make it though. That, yeah, it's a crazy story, great story. Um, did you hear the reports about Durant last year? The uh, him he stopped talking to his teammates. Yeah. Are, are you surprised at all? <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> Durant's a jerk, man. <laughs> I don't know why anyone would want to play with Durant. Seriously, honestly, yeah, I, I don't even want. I don't want to talk about Durant. <laughs> <laughs> that is he's, crazy. He's out of sight, out of mind for me. While he comes back from his Achilles, he'll be back. I hope he comes back great. Don't get me wrong. I want to see him cook, but I'm I'm happy that we're not going to get too many quotes, too many interviews from him cuz the more more we learn about his personality, the less we like him. Like Right. Oh man. Yeah. To be fair, you know, Draymond calling him a bitch and we don't need you. Mhm. You know, that that is a that is crossing a line. Yeah. It is. If, if if Draymond did that with LeBron, he'd be waived. Oh yeah, next day, the next afternoon. So, you know, I I understand to some extent, but I don't know, man. I just we've talked about Durant enough, and the the way he acts is just so immature and so so annoying. Honestly, it is. Yeah, and it, it sucks because. Like, he grew up in, in this area. Like, he's a local guy. Oh, yeah, for you, su- yeah. I want to support him. <laughs> yeah. It's hard, though, isn't it? No, very hard. Yeah. Um, I caught some UFC this weekend. And um, the the picture that's going viral, I think, is, I think his name is Mike Perry. I want to say that was his name. Yeah, Mike Perry. He has like one of the worst broken hoses ever suffered in UFC. Have you seen it? Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> I I encourage everyone to uh, to look it up. 
because it is pretty wild. His his nose like completely completely bent. It's crazy. But um <clears throat> it's been on the news for some reason because um I don't know, it's something something special about the Proga nose. I'm not going to look it up right now cuz I don't feel like looking at it, but uh I just wanted to shout that out. I encourage everyone to go look at it. It is it's pretty crazy. Um what other sports we have? Uh, not much. I mean, I know MLS is like exciting, or uh, but I don't, I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm, I'm not worried about it. I'm a Premier League and Champions League guy, and I didn't even get to watch the Champions League as much as I wanted last year. Right. Uh, but I think they're they're starting up pretty soon, if not already. Uh, I'll you know that with the times is I don't know how much I'll get to watch, but yeah, man, that that is the tough thing with the t- the times, and um, <laughs> during is like right during the day for us. Yeah, Premier League, like so they'll they'll have game of the day at like seven in the morning on Saturday. Right. Like, dude, I it's hard for me to get up at seven in the morning to go work out. Right. But waking up to watch a soccer game, that's that's tough, man. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. All right, we'll move on then. I'll play your gym and move on. Nothing else, right? I think that's it for sports. All right, you want to talk about drowning, Mario? Shout out to Mario. Uh, Good artist. Mm-hmm. I see he's been popping up at all the festivals and all the, uh, and I guess, I mean, festivals, that's what they are, fests. Yeah. Like the OVO fest and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, good track recently came out last, uh, last fall, I want to say. I think uh, so, yeah. The album wasn't as, as great as I would have liked, but this was a little bit of a gem. Yep. All right. Never thought I'd be in between her legs While I'm still thinking about you And I'm in too deep to pull out now She's suffering while I feel good When I said we should stop You didn't want to say it You didn't want to say it Now my feet can't touch the ground I'm going When I get to you, baby Your waters are rising My heart is on falling But I'm so close to you, baby Either way I'm thinking I'm sinking, I'm not swimming And your waters are drowning, drowning, drowning My head's underwater The tears overflowing Can't stop me from drowning, drowning Tell you the truth, I could get used to this, but I don't wanna suffocate you. 
Cause even with two queens in my hands If I'm playing games, I could still lose When I said we should stop You didn't want to say Now my feet can't touch the ground I'm going down The closer when I get to you Close to you, baby. Either way, I'm thinking, I'm sinking, I'm not swimming. If you want us, I'm drowning, drowning, drowning. My hands underwater, the tears overflowing. Can't stop me from drowning, drowning, drowning. Your tears won't stop falling, and your body keeps calling. I'm drowning out for some good music this weekend yeah oh dude public service announcement hold up mm-hmm. before we get into the music and yo hip-hop media or whatever y'all are stop making these top top rapper lists <laughs> is there another one no I, uh, I mean there probably is my friend was telling me about another one i can't remember who it was from but uh-huh uh my god stop just just stop it. <laughs> yeah, it is getting the, the way dis- out of hand. The disrespect, the ignorance to certain artists, it's just it's inexcusable. It's really hard to do it and really, you know, give proper respect. To everyone? Yeah. I, I understand. But but these guys, like, some of the disrespect is just blatant. Uh, and the other thing is, no, none of these people are rappers. Like, I'd rather a rapper do it. Who? Yes. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that for sure. We had to talk about the list a little bit because they're getting crazy. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I'm not going to get into the specific like, issues I had because this episode will be six hours long. <laughs> What's the biggest <laughs> issue? J. Cole is not over Tupac. Like, <laughs> come on. Everyone I saw had J. Cole way too high, in my opinion. And I lo- I think J. Cole is great, at least when he came out. But is, Like, Lil Wayne doesn't make the top 30? Yeah. I, but, but J. Cole is above Tupac, and Pusha T is like a god, apparently. Yeah, that's over, way over the top. 
I commented on one of them and said I'm not supporting any list that doesn't have Lil Wayne top 20 at least. At least. And if he's 19, I'm still not supporting it, but at least we could talk about it. Lil Wayne has to be in the top 20. He has to be. He has to. (laughs) He has to be. How many people have had more of an impact on rap culture or just hip-hop than Lil Wayne? Not many. It's It would be hard to name 10. How many people have more featured verses than Lil Wayne? Probably none. <laughs> right. And there's a reason why everyone wanted him as a feature. It, yeah. Like you said, we'll we'll be talking about it all day. All week. It's crazy, man. The fact that some people have, like, Nikki top 30. <laughs> and Meek on the list. Meek and Wale <laughs> on the 50 list. Come on, man. Meek has no business being anywhere on the list. <laughs> no way. No, and, you know, I think Nikki probably could be on the list somewhere. But she's one that I'd I'd have to really consider whether she belongs on the 50 because 50 is not that many people if you think about it nah rap's been going on since the early or late 70s early 80s yeah come on man Nikki Meek Wale <laughs> yo Joe Joe Budden at three was, was just <laughs> just comedy it was yeah comedy that's that's why i didn't even really when you showed it to me i didn't even really go there like i feel like that was too obvious yeah yeah it's like okay i see what they're doing they're really just goofing off i saw someone at big sean top 20 oh my god oh my god yeah man dude it's crazy Yeah. Tupac, I saw Tupac was getting disrespected on almost everybody's list. Crazy disrespected. If he's not in your top five, stop talking music. <laughs> exactly. I, I don't care. I don't I don't even, like, it's one of those things that call me ignorant, but I don't even want to have a discussion of why he couldn't be in the top five. Yeah. Like, there's just no conversation where it, does, where it doesn't end with him in the top five. And DMX got left off of a lot of lists. I'm like, dude. Dude, the first guy to drop double album. The first (laughs) one. Right. All these, dude, Drake lives off of that now. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Whatever. Again, we don't want to go for six hours. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. All right. (laughs) Um, Just to get this out of the way, uh, Drake did go number one on a care package, as we predicted. Yeah. Um, <laughs> some I people who didn't hear these songs are calling this his best album. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, are you kidding me? His best album? Yeah, they're crazy. And he left some songs off of there, in my opinion. There's some songs that, you know, like, Hey Sleeping Alone should have been on there. Um... Wasn't, that was a bonus track though on Take Care, right? Yeah, the, um, the motion was a bonus track on. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was like, why is the motion on there? Because I don't know. I mean, as a Drake fan, I'm super hip to how fire the motion is. Yeah, I am too. The motion was one of my favorite songs on. <laughs> right. Nothing was the same. 
But yeah, it wasn't even the fact that the motion was on there. But I was like, okay, the motion's on there, but Hey Sleeping Alone isn't? 9 a.m. in Dallas isn't? Crazy. My friend, dude, my friend was like, uh, who's he's not a Drake fan at all. Uh-huh. And he was like, man, like, 5 a.m. in Toronto is crazy, man. I didn't know Drake had that in him. <laughs> I was like, dude, <laughs> I've been trying to tell you for, for a decade. That was between, um, that was right before Take Care or right after? I want to say it was right after. It came out with Girls Love Beyonce and, um. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because he had, like, the owl. That was when he was, like, really pushing the owl on people. I mean, Jodeci Freestyle, I used to bump that all the time. Yeah. Club Paradise and Free Spirit, I had those. I would play those on repeat all the time. Yeah. Girls Love I Beyonce. Remember, I feel like everyone knows Girls Love Beyonce. How about now was, like, my favorite track for, like, a month? Yeah. And just so many hits. Yeah. And I hate that all these clowns are coming out. Oh, my God. Drake is... I know he had this in him. Like, dude. <laughs> Drake was sitting at hate- home when this came out. Like, you're he just wasn't. a hater. <laughs> this wasn't from album mode. He was just no. bored and released some fire. Like, like, yo, Drake just told you. Ten years in, you haven't even heard his most uh, impressive verses, right? Yeah, exactly. Stop hating. He should have dropped, like, another time and place song, like, with this. That would have been fire. Yeah, that would have been nice. Yeah. It's cool. That was, it's great. Ninth number one. At a, is he nine for nine? I, he should be. Yeah, I think he is. That's crazy. <clears throat> um, let's see, First week, 109. 109,000. 16,000 album sales. That's cool. Tied Garth Brooks, Eminem, Madonna, and the Rolling Stones. He surpassed the Beatles with number ones. Yeah. That's Drake. We get it. He he deserves it. He deserves it, yeah. Right when OVO Fest was fire, apparently. Alright. Let's get into it, man. Let's get into the the biggest album that dropped. Port of Miami 2. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Finally. Thank you, Rick Ross. Thank you so, so much. (laughs) Finally. What took him... Well, no. I won't say what took him so long, because... However long it took him, he needs to do this every time. I will definitely say what took him so long. (laughs) He was making fire? I I haven't enjoyed, like, one of his albums from start to finish since uh, God Forgives I Don't. Yeah. That was, what, seven years ago? Six years ago, maybe? Something like that, yeah. I mean, in his last couple projects, Mastermind has some really great tracks, to be fair. Mm Mm-hmm. But his his projects have been too long, too repetitive. Yeah. Um, sometimes they have enough, like not enough features. Sometimes they have too much. Mm-hmm. And and this album is isn't is awesome. Was Black Market was an album or was it a mixtape? Um, I don't know. I think he just had bad choice of features on there. I liked some songs on Hood Billionaire too. I li- I didn't like his last one at all. Uh, rather you than me. Yeah. I think we were we started a podcast like. Well, I don't remember what 
time that came out at. But I remember listening to that not that long before we started. Yeah, right. 2017. Um, yeah. But, all right, Port of Miami 2. Flawless? Uh, if, if you can't tell, I love it But at this point. Is it flawless? Uh, it's not. It's not flawless? It's very close. Okay, okay, okay. I have... And, and I'm, I feel so nitpicky. I don't even want to talk about the negatives. Okay, let's go. Go ahead. Uh, uh, but I, I I didn't really like gunplay at all. Wow, okay. I didn't need gunplay on nobody's favorite. That's fair. Um, and the one real negative for me is, is he's 14 of 15, which to me, I mean, that's still flawless in my book. Uh-huh. But I did not like Fascinated. Okay. Okay. And that and that's kind of like a personal choice. I don't <laughs> I don't think it's an awful song. Yeah. I just didn't like it and I listened to this album a number of times mm-hmm. and every time I get to that song I I I skip it. Mm-hmm. Especially after the first couple listens. Okay. Uh but yeah, dude, he's 14 of 15. Yeah. All right. So I'm not sitting here like hating like oh it's not good. Like no. This album is exactly what I wanted to hear from him. Yeah, me too. My God. From the opening track, I'm like, dude, this is going to be a great album. Yeah. Uh, and I, I just, I love everything about it. Uh, there's just, his, his, there's so many quotable lines. Yeah. Uh, which is, which we know him for that. Yeah. The, the production is, is so good with him. Yes. Uh, the features, they're, they're never overwhelming, but they're such a nice touch on pretty much every song. Yeah, this is the first time for me, maybe not first time, but this is one of the most memorable times where like the features didn't completely overshadow Rick. Like, not all of, all of them. Like, I never felt like an album where all the features did, but I would think like, yeah, in that one song, like Rick didn't even need to be in that song. Like basically, yeah. with um, Paris Morton on Aston Martin music, mm-hmm. I didn't. <laughs> Drake could have made Paris Morton by himself, and it, you know it would have been the same, just yeah. as famous. But um, this one, man, it was cohesion in every song. Yes, it, it was. It was, man. It was just. It was great, great album, and the girls, the the girls he picked for the hooks. Dej, Summer Walker, Tiana. I mean, they all sounded great with him. They did. They fit the beats very well. Um, yeah, I liked everything I just, about it, man. Yeah, man. It, it's tough. Like, I can't even deep dive because there's just so much I love about this album. Yeah. I mean, as soon as as soon as soon he said, uh, this was, what was it, Vegas, Re- Vegas Residency, he was like, went from battle raps to MAGA hats. Yeah. I was like, yes, this is this is a phenomenal album. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's track what thirteen. Yeah, so I'm, it wasn't like an opening line, and I'm like, this album's great. No, no, no. I listened to the most of this album by the time I was like, yes, this is. I I, I don't want to rank it. I mean, we we should we could, but my I I feel like I'm gonna be a little bit unfair with the rankings. It's top three for him. For me, yeah. Oh, to me, no question. It's one, two, or three. And like, I can argue, I would accept arguments for any spot, but it's not going past three. Like, you're not putting it under three. 
to me to me it's one just for the simple fact that start to finish i had so much fun listening to it that's fair like e- even with the the goat ones even with teflon like there were there were songs i didn't like mm-hmm. this album outside of one track yeah like dude that's incredible yeah it is yeah and i just i was so shocked i was just so shocked at how like he was shining on every song but the songs were so different from each other <laughs> yeah uh, the album never got stale yeah i never got which bored to to a lot of his other albums yo surprise of the year is running the streets for me very interesting dude i did I not know they were going to kill it like that i didn't know that, that looking at their names I was like, what? Dude, I downloaded this album with no features listed. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, and I I knew, like, some of the big... Fe- like, I knew Nipsey was on a track. I knew Jeezy was on a track. Yeah. Uh, I did think Pusha T was going to be on here, but... I did, too. Um, And, yeah, man, Running the Streets came on, and then A Boogie comes on, like, whoa. Yes. And then Denzel Curry comes off, like... Yo, yes. what the fuck? Dude, and when, when I when I first got him, I'm like, oh, this is going to be super trap. Like, they're going to, like, turn the club up with this. Yeah. But no, like, man. Such a plot The lyrics twist. on there were great. Everyone's lyrics were great. Everybody's. And I love how, like, he put a boogie in kind of the background of the hook, which made it sound that much better. Mm-hmm. And Denzel just fucking slides through the whole beat. Yeah. The entire time. I'm like, God damn. Yeah. Man, man, this album's awesome. I think Ross, similar to how flawless he is with Drake. Yeah. He's flawless with Jeezy. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Him and Jeezy, I swear, bring the best out of each other. Yeah, they 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 work well together for sure. Um. <clears throat> Obviously, the chemistry with Wale is great. Meek Mill was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the Nipsey track I love. I loved how he took a little shot at um at uh, Takashi. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maybach Music Six sounds really good. I think John Legend is a really nice touch. Him and John always sound good together too. Yeah, it's like their third one is it's always yeah. nice. Um, you got a top uh, top three, top five tracks. Um, let's go. No gold roses, just cause <laughs> you know. Yeah, I was about to say. I, I, I by, by the way, I really love that gold roses is at the end of the album. I do too. Perfect placement. Yeah, I do too. It's almost like a bonus for me. Yeah, listening to it. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go white lines running at the streets. One? Uh, not nah, no order. This is no order. No, nah, no order. No order. Okay. Um, white lines running the streets and turnpike Ike. Those are my three. That's a good three. It, you know what? In this album, one thing he did really well is like, well, it didn't really matter because there's so many great songs on here. Yeah. But in the past, he's done, uh, he's messed up at times by releasing some of the most fire songs early. Mm-hmm. And this this one, I thought he might have did that. Like, when, I, when Gold Roses came out, I'm like, oh, no. Like, Rick's going to give us the three best songs on the album and the rest of the album is going to be filler. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think Turnpike I came out before the album too. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Like just just the earlier in the week. 
Yeah. Um, so, and then, I, yeah, I heard that. I'm like, okay, yeah, he's just giving us the fire. And then the rest of it is it's not going to be that good. But it didn't matter because everything was good. Um, yeah, wh- what are your three? Um, I'll rank them. Uh, and, and this album, again, this album is so good that my top three could easily change mm-hmm. a week from now. But uh, for three, I'll go Born to Kill. Mm-hmm. Um, for two, I'll go... Mm, I think Act of Fool. I had fun listening to Act of Fool. Mm-hmm. Great, great opening track. Good energy. It is, yeah. Uh, and, and White Lines is my favorite. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. White Lines is super dope. If I were to order mine, I would go White Lines. How I said them: White Lines, Running the Streets, and then Turnpike Ike. One, two, and three. Turnpike Ike was nice. It is nice, man. So I, smooth. I was really. I was nervous that I wasn't going to enjoy his solo tracks as much as I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, but two for three, man. That's, I'll take that. Yeah, and even the ones with, that he just had girls singing the hook. Like, even Dej and Summer Walker didn't really... It was still pretty much a solo track, just with, yeah, yeah. you know, a nice hook, which I liked. Um, uh, Swizz Beats sounds pretty cool. It was cool, yeah. Not too. He's not, like, too much on the song. He was just enough, yeah. Yeah. Plenty. Tiana Taylor was also a nice touch. Yep. Yeah, man. This album, dude, you like hip hop fan or not, go listen to it. Yeah. It's easily a top tier hip hop album of the year. Well, where do you rank it this year? Whew. Top um, top three? I'll go top five just to Just to be know, safe. Just to be yeah. <laughs> uh well I mean I you know, I'm would not be surprised at all if this album makes my top ten. I don't know if we'll do a top ten, but oh, we will. I, I, it's hard. Sure. It's it's hard for me to imagine. I can't. I can't even think of five albums I like more than this one. Yeah, me me neither. That's why I say top three. It's in my top three. I just I love this the headspace he's at. He's so like he's lost a ton of weight. He's so healthy. I saw him on like all these shows. He sounds so like energized and motivated. Yeah. And he's he was like he was talking about how like giving back to the culture and how this album was what hip hop needed. I was like, yes. You're right. He's right. Oh my God, Rick. Thank you for this album. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, it's just great. Yeah. Fifteen is perfect. Perfect length. Yep. And for me, before you get into your next one, unfortunately, I listened to it first. <laughs> yeah. So I kind of ruined, like, it was by far the best project I heard. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what do you want to talk about next? Um, <laughs> well, I mean, we could just alternate. What do you have? You got Trippy? By the way, I forgot to ask. You didn't listen to ba- Bass? Oh, that's what I was... The EP? No, I didn't. I listened to Rick second, oh, so after that I was done. <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah, man. I'll talk about Bass real quick. It's All four right, tracks. Ahead, yeah. Uh, it's four tracks, and dude, you gotta go check it out. It's good, really good. Oh, yes. Bass didn't get to. I mean, on um, the Dreamville. Like, it. where was I he? I said it as soon as we talked about it. I was like, dude, there's not enough of him. And he's this. He's definitely the third best rapper in Dreamville. Hundred percent. Yeah, and, Cole and JID. Then he's next for sure. Yeah, yeah. But these these four tracks, like he does a really good job of of showing the range 
Like these track, the first couple tracks, he's kind of just it's mostly bars, and the last two tracks are really kind of a different tone. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're like the last track's got a little bit of an island vibe to it, mm-hmm. like a vacation, like beach kind of vibe. I just I loved it, man. He sounds so good on all the tracks. Yeah, uh, the chemistry with the features is crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, man, it's four tracks. I mean, it's exactly what I want out of an EP—just good songs. All right, cool. I'm down. I'm gonna check it out. Tell me about tell me about uh, Dame Dollar, man. Before I get into my next ones, <laughs> I feel like you're gonna spend some time on your next one, man. <laughs> well, I want. I'm I'm curious. I miss Dame, and I I feel bad. Have you listened to any of his other albums? Uh, no. I listened to like a number of songs from him, but never projects. Okay. Um. So I listened to this while I was working out. Right. I figured Dame probably has some nice workout music, some nice yeah. basketball related stuff. So I was cool with it. Um. Man. Uh. Reason I asked if you listened to any of his other albums is because his other ones are very. Um, introspective they're like the kind of vintage J. Cole kind of very um, life lesson kind of rap right yeah kind of how you would think Dane would be but this last album man was very uh, not tra- it, it wasn't it wasn't hard enough to be trap but it was like a weird attempt at trap and it didn't. It just didn't feel like it was his character. But don't get me wrong. The rapping was good, and so, some of the songs were good. But it was just. I don't want to be overly critical because, it, well, he's rapping. I, I don't want to judge him like he's a basketball player that's rapping. I'm gonna judge him like he's a rapper. It was just kind of corny to me, man. Honestly, to me, he's kind of boring from what I heard. Honestly, yeah, man. It, it's he's not. He is boring, and he was trying so hard not to be boring on this album. Mm-hmm. And I could feel it. I could, you know? Um, and I needed intensity at the time, so that didn't help. So it was like, ah, come on, Dame. You know? But he ha- he has some cool lines in there about like him hitting big shots and stuff like that. Some of the lines were pretty cool. You could tell he, he writes pretty well. He's just not, yeah. he's not a good song maker yet. I could. It's, it takes time. It's clear, yeah, yeah. It takes experience, and he probably needs to rap more if he wants to be one, which obviously is not convenient for him, right? But yeah, because um, it's not his career. But I think if he really wanted to be a great song maker, he would need to rap more. But I would encourage listening to the album because it's it's not very long, and it was enjoyable. The beats were cool. Some of the features were pretty cool. But, um, you know, Dame's not going to be a top-tier rapper anytime soon. <laughs> that's, all. that's all I got. It's called uh, Big Dollar, for those who are wondering. Damian Lillard. What you got? Uh, so I listened to two other projects, mm-hmm. and, and just from who they're by, you should know how... <laughs> bad they are but well, that's why i didn't listen to one before, of them before i get into trippy because trippy i got a little more more to talk about but 
I don't know what convinced me to listen to Blueface. <laughs> oh uh, man. I fig- I figured, you know, I'd give him a chance. Uh-huh. Uh he dropped Dirtbag. It's called Dirtbag? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Eight tracks. So it's nice and short. Uh-huh. And it, it's very short cuz most of the tracks are like no more than two and a half min- minutes long. Yeah, I mean, when you're not rapping on beat, it's yeah, <laughs> probably easy to run out of time. And and uh, I mean, I don't know what to say. I, it this album, this it showed me that you can production can really hide how awful somebody is. Like really good production can hide an awful artist. What song had the best production? To me, this whole album is full of good production. Oh, okay. Uh, I think a lot of these beats have that same Tatiana formula. Uh-huh. Uh, they're repetitive? <laughs> not that they're repetitive, but they, they have like a nice a nice vibe to, to it. Okay. Like a nice background vibe. Uh-huh. Uh, some of the beats are, were actually like really good and really like fun to hear. Mm-hmm. Um, but he... I mean, he's atrocious. <laughs> he cannot rap. Right. This is... I have not heard shittier l- lyrics since Lil Yachty. <laughs> yeah. And, and I don't know who's worse, because, you know, Lil Yachty's pretty awful. Uh-huh. But my God, this... It, and I came from... I came from Rick Ross, who was just full of bars. Yeah. What so many like every song had like a line where I'm like yes this is such a great line mm-hmm. there was none none of that to be had here <laughs> none of that and and to his credit um he he doesn't like he doesn't sound uh, like he's not trying too hard to be a good rapper mm-hmm. he's kind of he's just kind of making like fun tracks yeah. But to me, he's he does not sound good. Yeah, I mean, he, he has he has that thing of of like trying to fit too many lines in a tight space. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, dude, if you're not giving me intelligent like like cool lines, that can be really I, irritating. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's just oh man, it he like. This album really tried to hide because the features are nice. Mm-hmm. I think Offset has a really nice verse. Uh, I think Lil Pump sounds really good on here. The game appears. Did he kill it? Yes, of course. He's <laughs> my like. You He's the tell. best rapper on the album. Yeah, easily. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, he but, also got disrespected on a lot of the top fifties. Him yeah. and 50, oh, 50 got the most disrespect. I forgot oh, to say dude. it. Forty ninth? Are you kidding me? Fifty Cent is in my top twenty. That's subje- not very, you know, fair to other rappers, but he's top twenty five, top thirty for sure. If he's out of top thirty, I don't want to read the list. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, but yeah, man. I mean, it's exactly what you expect. A bunch of Tatiana like clone songs. Yeah. Uh, it's. I already know. I can. It's awful. It's awful. I couldn't recommend this to people I hate. I can hear Bussin already. Him and Lil Pump, oh. I can hear it. Um, I can Dude, hear honestly, Bust Down. Honestly, if, if Offset had all these beats, this album would be way better. <laughs> if, Lil, if Lil Pump had all these beats, this album would be way better. And Lil Pump gets fire beats, too. 
Yeah, I think they know. Like, they know that they're not good, so they need the vicious beats. Yep, the production on here is is really solid, and there's a lot of potential in the production. I just wish there was any other artist except Lil Yachty. Why do people keep calling Mozzie for features? He's okay. But you know, he's on he's, so he's many stuff. albums. He is on a lot, yeah. Why? I, I don't hear a song, so you know what? Let me let me call my man Mozzie. He needs to be on this beat. No. <laughs> I'm not saying he's trash. He's not trash. I just don't know why people like pick him out of everyone. You have the game, Lil Pump, Rich the Kid, Offset, and then you just pick Mozzie? Why? I don't know. That's so weird. I, there has to be something to it, though. But He could have got Tyga on here. Right. Tyga featured him. Return the favor. I feel like that could that could be a good song too, especially if the beats are fire. Yeah, Tyga kills fire beats. If Tyga was on these eight tracks, this would be album of potential album of the year. <laughs> I believe it. I believe it. Tyga would have rolled through this entire eight track fucking project. Yeah. But anyway, uh, as I said, I listened to Trippy Red as well. Um, and, and Trippy Red is tough for me because uh, he's a joke to a lot of people, and I get it. Uh huh. Um, but I, I actually, I'm interested in a lot of the stuff he he puts out. Why is that? Because he does, he tries a lot of different things. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Uh, he's I can't really like pin him down to one genre. Mm hmm. Um. And. and so I, I I didn't hear his first album, you know, completely. Uh, but I decided to listen to the start to finish, and I, you know, I was gonna be fair. I'm like, I I didn't go in with a negative mindset or anything. Mm-hmm. And I think the opening track is cool. Mm-hmm. I think, matter of fact, the first half of this album is is decent. Why is the game hanging out with these guys? I I'll get to that. Okay. Um, but the first half of this album is decent, and from from Riot on, with Mac Ten is kind of a banger. Mm-hmm. And but Mac Ten, this album. Okay, let me just focus here. <laughs> this album is so inconsistent; it's insane. <laughs> it's insane. It goes from it goes from oh, this is kind of cool. Like I want to hear more of this. Whoa, whoa, whoa! What is this? I don't want to hear this. <laughs> Whoa, whoa, whoa! Cut! Turn this shit off right now. And uh-huh. this album, and this album just goes like that. It's just like, whoa, this is cool. This is awful. This is nice. This is even worse than the awful track before. <laughs> what are the good songs? Um, the first two tracks are nice. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I think "Immortal" is a nice track. I, the game. As soon as the game comes on, I'm like this. By far, this is the only real rapper on this project. <laughs> and he shows that. He shows that. His verse is like 45 seconds long. Uh-huh. If that. I don't even know if it's that long. Uh-huh. But he he adds a he adds a level of respect that this album doesn't deserve. <laughs> <laughs> the game better not have Trippy and um, exactly, Blueface dude. on this album. As soon as I heard, because I heard these in the same day. Yeah. I like game. I don't. I don't want to hear these fucking bums on your album. Especially since he said it might be his last album. Please, no, sir. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, man, it, this album just 
after about the halfway point, it gets really trash. So like, you said the first two Immortal what else was good? Uh, throw throw it away and uh, Mac Ten. Okay, okay. And there, there's a couple of other tracks that aren't you know like I try is not that bad like it's okay. <laughs> um, but dude, the last four tracks. Yeah. Whew, man, a chore, <laughs> a straight chore to get through. Wow. And, and what's crazy is Mac Ten. Is is a real like it's a banger. Mm-hmm. It, the beat is so fire. They all they just rap, mm-hmm. and, and it's crazy because he doesn't really rap on here that much, right? And, and all three of them just rap, and they they transition from one to the other so smooth. And I'm like, why is there nothing else on the album like this? <laughs> yeah, it just. From Riot and the last four tracks are atrocious. They're so bad. Riot is is atrocious too. Yeah. Okay. Um, and yeah, man, this album again is just inconsistent. It's it's there's like good sounds, there's awful sounds, and uh, some of the features make no sense. Playboy Cardi had I, Playboy Cardi had one of the worst verses I've ever fucking heard. <laughs> <laughs> Which is not a surprise. It's not. <laughs> yeah. But my God, it was so bad. I was. Sh- I'm like, dude, your album wasn't this bad. Mm-hmm. In uh, in Koi Larey, which I don't know who that is. Yeah. Uh, was was awful. I'm pretty <laughs> sure it was, it was a female. Uh-huh. Uh huh. She was awful. Uh huh. Um, but yeah, man, I wanted to like this album because he does, like. I hear sometimes I hear hooks and I'm like, dude, this is this sounds cool, like this is unique. There's really no other artists that do what you do. But he just he hasn't found he hasn't found a pocket. Oh, okay. He hasn't found like a go-to sound. Yeah. That he could just sound good with every single time. Yeah, I, I like get sometimes that. Sometimes he's sometimes he sounds really good going into like that kind of rock alternative mode mm-hmm. and then there's other times where he sounds awful doing that yeah uh, and he, he had the audacity to name a track Lil Wayne and it was so bad <laughs> the audacity <laughs> yeah and, and yeah. signing off uh-huh. signing off like signing off was so bad like it, it has a special place It'll be on my worst tracks of the year for sure. <laughs> That's crazy. Okay. That's fair. But but uh, I'm not surprised. Mac 10, Mac 10 is definitely a gem, uh, if anything. But yeah, man, I, I wanted to give him a positive review. And, and I am curious to see what he does next because, again, I do think I do think that he has potential. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think he's a joke like some of these other artists. Um, but this album wasn't it. Okay. Shout out Trippy. <laughs> nice try again. This is his fourth album? Second, I think. Second official album. Okay. The Love Letters are mixtapes? Yeah. Okay. His album covers really creep me out. All of them. Alright, <clears throat> any more music? You want to um, play a gym and come back and talk movies? 
Uh, I mean, there's not too much singles. Did you hear Megan the Stallion? Uh, yes. Nikki and, and Ty Dolla Sign? I did, yeah. Did you? It's, yeah, it's exactly what I expected it to be. Yeah, me too. That's a good, it's a good club record. Yeah, it is. It, it's, like, it's not something I like, but I can hear yeah. it and I know it's fire. Yeah. I respect it as fire. Um, I miss T-Pain's track with G-Eazy. It's a good one to miss. <laughs> Yeah, man. It's so... Nah. Nah. All right. What else? Hey, we all got... Everybody misses. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't... G-Eazy... Sometimes I feel like people force G-Eazy on their songs, too. I feel like they're like, yeah, I'll just take... I'll take (laughs) G-Eazy. Like, no one else answers the phone and G-Eazy answers. Um, But it's not bad because G-Eazy is just a bad song to me. Um, But... You should still hear it just for you might like it. Um, who else had who else big had singles? I think Ty Dolla Sign dropped the track, but I didn't hear it. Did he? Hottest in the city. I didn't hear it either. I didn't hear it either. Yeah, I'm gonna check that out for sure. Um. Uh... I feel like there there was another big single, I think. Uh, Katy Perry. I mean, no. Katy with Katy Perry and Taylor Swift. I'm I'm waiting for the albums at this point. E- yeah, yeah. Like I heard the one, the first I think single of Taylor Swift, and I was like, all right, I'm ready. I'll listen to the album. I don't need anything else. Right. Yeah. You hear the Ariana Grande? No. She has a song with Social House. I guess they're a group or something. It's pretty good. I mean, okay. you know, she can only be so bad sometimes. Um, Drum had a new song with her. It's that's pre- that's pretty good. I like that for him. Uh, I don't. There's no other singles for me. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Alright. Um, so I told you a long time ago about this group, Dynamic Duo. I gotta give them a plug. Yes. They're a Korean hip-hop group for those who have heard about the K-pop wave. People sleep on the Korean hip-hop, man. They have some good rappers. Even though I don't understand anything they're saying. <laughs> they have some good songs. They make great songs. So smooth. So smooth. Their beats are nice. Their videos are really, really cool. This video, this song has a really cool video. Um, so yeah, this is uh, this is Blue by Dynamic Duo Crush and Soul.
Neon and blue square. 지금은 hotel beach air. 수영장 색깔은 밝은 파랑. 카페 바다는 진한 파랑. 예쁘게 말한 너의 몸과 다리 위에 물방 울과 어울. 내두 손은 보시대 스쳐봐요. 한 모든 그릴까 하루 종일 게. 구글 안에 미슐랭의 메일로 미르고 방번호로 달아놓고 마셔. 먼지와 겨울은 뒤로 하고 구름과 태양을 저 하늘에 걸어놓고 마셔. 무거운 머린 뷰고. 배는 채우고 피부는 미디움 레어로 피부는 너 위에 태우고 여기 여름은 우리 거야 우리 거야 우리 거야 Anything I do it for ya Do it for ya Do it for ya 이 땅에 천사가 있다면 바로 너야 Amen Amen 같이 빠져볼까 저 하늘 위로 하늘은 춤추는 야자수 저기 멀리서 노래하는 파도 새까만이 눈속엔 은하수 난그 속에 빠져 헤엄치는 사고 물은 적당한 미온수 너와 나의 부드럽게 감싸고 시원하게 잘 식은 잘 익은 포도주는 혀끝부터 목을 타고 발포 나를 저물어서 거듭해졌어 우리 둘 뿐인데 뭘다 거쳐 수줍어 부끄러워하는 네가 귀여워 내 입술이 내 말을 멈춰 달빛이 스며들 번져 그 달빛이 내 몸에 번져 내 손에 눈부신 내 허리 위를 부드럽게 스치고 난 나에게로 너를 던져 여기 여름은 우리 거야 우리 거야 우리 거야 Anything I do it for ya Do it for ya 이 땅에 천사가 있다면 바로 너야 Amen Amen 같이 빠져볼까 저 하늘 위로 하늘은 Crush was the guy on the hook and Soul was the girl at the end. Um, there is a YouTube video that has the English lyrics. I looked it up, so there's that if you want to really know what they're saying. It's on YouTube. 
Yeah, I'm still rocking with a BTS yeah. from earlier in the year. Yeah, they dropped a little, little, a very good EP. Yeah, they're 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 good. They're really really good. They've taken they've taken the world by storm somehow. I never imagined they'd be that popular. It's pretty cool. Um, did you want to get into why Pusha T wasn't on the Maybug music or no? Not really. Um, not really. It's for those who don't know, the verse is floating out there. Um, I've heard it. It's fire. Um, but yeah, he's not on it. It is what it is. Moving on. All right, we got uh two big movies to talk about. You, you can go ahead with um uh, Tarantino. Once upon a time. Yeah, I I had to see it. You know, Tarantino is is a goat. Um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood's got DiCaprio, it's got Brad Pitt, Margot Robbie. I mean, the cast is crazy. Three legends already. Yeah, there, there's a number of other people. I mean, Kurt Russell pops up. Al Pacino. Uh, Al Pacino. Yeah. Um, Amanda Seyfried, or however you say her last name, pops up. Mm-hmm. Been a while since I've seen her. But. I know, right? She's been out for a while, yeah. Anyway, so so this this movie was a lot different for me than his other movies. In what way? Um, Less violence. Th- th- this movie is is still violent <laughs> at, at certain points. Uh huh. But this movie is pro- progresses in a very weird way. And I guess, I guess looking back, some of his other movies real are, are do progress in a weird way. Mm-hmm. But a lot of that is because of like the the really interesting dialogue. And and this movie has a ton of interesting dialogue, mm-hmm. but it doesn't really it doesn't really progress towards anything. And this movie's narrative structure is very weird because there's no real. There's no real point to the movie for for a large chunk of it. <laughs> like this movie is just kind of just kind of looks at life of a certain like a you know a, a struggling actor, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's really no direction for where the story is going. Yeah. Um, and all of a sudden, there's there's a very abrupt shift. And the the third act of this movie is is violent and, and like crazy, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's it's like prime Tarantino. Mm-hmm. But this movie is is very chill compared to a lot of his other movies. Oh okay. Um, and and DiCaprio and Brad Pitt are just phenomenal. They carry. I don't think any other two actors could carry this movie like they do. Yeah. Uh, uh, DiCaprio is just incredible, man. Like, he's he's an all-time great. He is, for sure. You know, like, he steps on the scene. He steals the scene. Brad Pitt, to me, was awesome, too. Like, he was just so smooth, so charismatic. Like, it's peak Brad Pitt. Mm-hmm. Like the late '90s, like the Fight Club to the the Mr. and Mrs. Smith, yeah, like that Brad Pitt. Okay. Um, and and they're so good. And to me, Margot Robbie's uh, there was really no reason for her to be in the movie. <laughs> uh, she's kind of wasted. Uh huh. 
She pops That's up. That's so disrespectful. Couple, yeah, she pops up for a couple scenes, but honestly, she's really in the movie. It feels like for Tarantino to just show her off. Oh, okay. There's no real connection to the overall story, if you want to call it that. Uh huh. Um, and and the the reason I say it because I think a lot of people won't like this movie. Mm hmm. Uh, like to me, to me, I have to be very specific with who I recommend it to. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you're you're a movie guy, so I definitely want you to see it. Mm-hmm. Um, but like a cat, like I I don't imagine a casual movie fan going to this and, and enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, there's a lot of the Tarantino that I love. The acting was awesome. One thing, one thing I love about him, man, the humor is so is so unique. In what way? Like it's, there's so like there's the situational humor that he creates out of like nothing. Uh huh. And, and and there's a scene. It's not a spoiler. Um, there's a scene in this movie where, uh, so DiCaprio is an actor. Like he's a late '70s actor. So he has to train with a flamethrower. To for for a movie. Yeah. So. <laughs> He starts training, and they cut to like they cut to him training with the flamethrower, and he he's like, yeah, like this is awesome, and like a couple seconds later, he turns around, and he's like, uh, can we do anything about this heat? <laughs> and the and it's like some random guy, and the guy's just standing there, is like, uh, it, it's a flamethrower, <laughs> like I don't know what you expect me to do, right? And just the way he delivers that line in his face, and he said, "That's Leo." Leo's the one using the yeah, flamethrower. Yeah. Oh, the other and guy you're some, saying. Some other guy is just like, uh, it's a flamethrower. Like, what do you want me to do? Mm-hmm. It's just the way he delivers. Obviously, I'm not doing it any justice, but it's, it's so funny. And it was one of the funniest moments this year for me. Um, but, yeah, man, I, this movie drags a little bit. Uh, but any move, any real movie fan should see it. It's, it's full of the Tarantino like the the stuff that he's known for. Mhm. Okay. Uh and it, it's in terms of like the the reception is kind of average that I'm seeing. Mhm. But to me most of his movies get reviewed like that. Okay. Like I remember Hateful Eight didn't really get the best reviews, but Which is crazy. A, yeah, really good movie. It is, yeah. Okay. But be be expected to like not get what you expected to get. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I I mean and, uh, and that's he, him he all the time. That, like yeah, yeah. So yeah, okay. But let's get into the movie that we both saw, the summer blockbuster, Hobbs and Shaw. Uh, <laughs> the Rock, Statham, Idris, action. Um, man, humor, lots of humor. Yeah, (laughs) man, it was, it was fun. It was a lot of fun to watch, man. It's, it's the most fun I've had of the movies in a really long time. I think, honestly, most, I don't know if I want to say enjoyable, but like, I, I don't know. It was the. Most I've never wanted to take my eyes off the screen the whole movie, like that. Whatever that 
if you could turn that into a noun, I haven't had that in a really long time, probably until this. And um, for those who haven't seen it, it's it's probably exactly what you're expecting. Probably, it's exactly. <laughs> it's exactly. It's. I think that I think that works for this movie, though. It does. Yeah, it does. It does. Um, the actors, I, I, good choice of, good choice of cast. I feel like, um, I mean, obviously Hobbs and Shaw, Satham and The Rock had to be in there, but everyone else they picked, I thought it was a good choice. Um, obviously the action was, <laughs> all things that can't actually happen. Yeah. But it was great. It was great, and they did a good job making it, making you think that it wasn't that far fetched. When it happened in the movie, but like you're like they make it look good. They do. They make it look like, like it oh, never maybe feels fake. Could he do that really? <laughs> but yeah, it doesn't feel fake, right? Um, I liked it, man. I really did. I I loved it actually. I loved it. Yeah, I I completely agree. I think I I I think they knew exactly what kind of movie they wanted to make. Yeah, and they made it. Like they made a <laughs> a fun. This is like a modern day '80s action movie. It is, yeah, yeah. It's like seriously, it's it's a ton of like like it's that like bad humor that makes you laugh, mm-hmm. and, and only certain actors can deliver that. <laughs> like Arnold, Arnold was really good at that. Yeah, uh, Bruce, Bruce Willis was a goat Bruce at is, one point. Probably is the goat at it. Yeah, uh, I thought Wesley Snipes for a little bit in the '90s was really good at it. Yeah, Harrison Ford. Was great, yeah, for sure. And and Rock and Statham are are awesome. Together, they're experts man. at it for sure. They are so funny. Like their back and forths are are norm. Like you would expect them to get stale, but the way they just go at each other is so entertaining. Yeah, and it, it's it's this movie is dumb in like the perfect way. Yeah, because I think it's it's. Almost two and a half hours long. It doesn't feel like that at all. It doesn't, no. This movie flies through. I could have watched another 30, 45 minutes of it, honestly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just, I loved I loved some of the little things they did. Um, they kind of introduced both of them. I, I thought the intro of how, like, to get them together was so funny. I do, too. Um, uh, I thought the... I thought Idris Elba was badass. Yeah. Uh, and I can't believe I looking back, I'm like, I can't believe they didn't go to the super soldier thing sooner. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like thinking now that I think about it, like this franchise should have been dealt with, you know, enhanced soldiers. Yeah. Uh, but he looks so lit on his bike. Mm hmm. That like like unique bike that he has is he does so many cool things with it. And again, they sell it because it looks real. It doesn't feel fake. You buy into what's going on. Uh, from what it looks like, the actors are doing the stunts. They're on the on camera, on screen. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, man, this movie's a ton of fun. It's exactly what you want. And it's enough Fast and Furious in there. Enough, enough chase scenes. Enough insane yeah. driving, jumps, and flips, and everything. Everything people like. It's plenty of that too. Yeah, it's great. It's it, 
you could just feel how much fun Idris Elba was having. <laughs> yeah. How much fun the Rock and and Statham were having. Yeah. Uh, it, you felt it on screen, like just I don't know, man. It's just so much fun. This is this movie is exactly what a summer action blockbuster should be. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like ex- like there's no other way to describe it. And they announced um, the next Fast and Furious for next May, like right when. The oh, week wow. a, a week ago they did, so like a week after oh, wow. Hobbs and Shaw came that. out, yeah. So, uh, hey man, more power to them because this franchise, this franchise knows what it is. They do, and it it gets it like simplifies the formula while adding just more fun to it. They're moving up in the they're moving up in the series um, ranks for me for sure. This moved them up. It, maybe one notch to second for me yeah and and i tried to you know my friend who who doesn't like these movies because they're just ridiculous Mm -hmm. which i understand um but i just if if you had asked me two years ago like what do you think about a a a spinoff including a villain and like the cop character yeah i would have been like you're out of your mind (laughs) right Uh, but I don't know, man. I just loved... I loved the story of this movie. It's so simple. Are there plot holes? Yes. Of course there are. Yeah. It's a dumb action movie. Right. Um, but again, this movie knows what it is. It never... It never... Not one time does it try to get too serious or does it try to get too, you know, complicated. Yeah. And it just... It, it works so much better for that. They did just just enough drama. I, it was good. It was drama, but it made it suspense, but it also made it, it gave it character. They did a great job yes. with that, too. With the, you know, um, Samoans, with, um, you know, the daughter not knowing her heritage. That was cool. And then the sister and um, Statham not, you know, having a relationship. That was cool. The mom saying they want them in a relationship. Every, You know, just those little things. It was only like 30 minutes worth of the movie. <laughs> and yeah. it was great. It was great, yeah. Yeah, and I loved, uh, like, again, with Elba, they, with Idris Elba, they do just enough to make you curious about what's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and But they also set him up to where the threat is, like, serious. Yeah, yeah. You know, with some of these other Fast and Furious movies, it gets so crazy. But, like, you know they're gonna, you know, you know they're gonna win and they're just gonna kick ass. Yep. I love that they give a chance for the the villain to shine in this movie. And you know what else they did with the villain? A lot of action movies don't do a good job of is create a reason why Idris didn't just kill them. Like, yeah, because you bought what he was doing, right? Because a lot of action movies, the villain will have the good guy like compromise, and he just doesn't kill him, and there's like no reason why. But this had a good reason why he didn't. He had him. He didn't kill him for a while, even though he attempted to. So that was yeah. good. Um, it was you could sense, you could actually feel the danger. Like you said, it made it very serious. Yeah, it was it was really really fun, man. I I could go see it again. Honestly, I thought about it. it and this movie, you, you really should see it in theaters. Yes, this movie is again the perfect summer. Bl- I, I can't remember a better summer blockbuster in, in a while, to be I'm honest. I'm telling you, man, I haven't had that much fun in... I can't even remember the last time, honestly. 
I can't remember the last time I sat in movies like, wow. <laughs> I, I'm not moving. I'm not getting up. I don't even want to blink. Yeah. Yeah, man. It was it was good. Really, really, really good. Yeah. Um, I recommend it for sure. Well, any really, really important movies coming? Um, I might catch uh, scary stories to tell in the dark. Oh, that looks wild. Yeah, it looks like a good horror. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm missing so much of the horror. I'm gonna be catching up probably. Like I know, uh, the the Curse of La Llorona is on demand. Uh, Pet Cemetery is on demand. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm gonna be catching up to all the horror movies probably like in the fall, winter time. What do you think about um, Charlie's Angels? No. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> I'm not gonna pay to see it. I'm not gonna lie. Kirsten Stewart looks uh, pretty awesome. Yeah. Like in terms of she's she's got a lot of like emotional, you know. She's just she just seems more of a character than she usually does to me. Yeah. Like she's always so depressing. Yeah. And from the trailer, it looks like she's like a fun character with a humor. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, yeah, do I care? No. For the movie. <laughs> Real quick, did you see the trailer for um, the Shia LaBeouf movie? No. It's his autobiography movie? Mm. No? <laughs> I think I'm a pass on in theaters. I'll, I'll see it. But... Yeah, I won't see it in theaters either. But it, it looks interesting. Definitely look up the trailer. It looks interesting, for real. Yeah. I'll say that the next big thing I'm waiting for is uh, it too. Okay. Yeah, that's I'm fair. I'm so amped. The just the cast is just crazy. Yeah, for sure. Tra- the the trail the two trailers they came out with are just are so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they did that with the first movie where they they set you up, they get you excited, and and they don't. Let, I mean, they didn't disappoint with the first movie, so. And and hopefully they don't disappoint with the second one, like the one from uh, what was it, nineteen ninety? Mm-hmm. Yeah, something but like that. With this cast, it's hard to imagine that happening. Yeah, I agree. I agree. The cast is crazy. Yeah. <clears throat> did you hear? Um, did you watch Avatar: The Last Airbender? The the show. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Did you hear that um, Netflix is trying to get it? Like on the the platform? No, like a new series. Oh, they're trying to like remake it. Yeah, a live action That's series apparently. That's interesting. Yeah. No, I ideally I would be like you know skeptical, uh, but net Netflix does a good job for the most part with not being like disrespectful to material. Yeah. Uh, so I watched, I, I watched, I didn't watch all of it, but I started watching a uh, Castlevania. Yeah. Which is like an animated show based off the game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's pretty good, man. I've heard good things. They do it. They, they do a really good job. They've really, they really bumped up with the animated shows. Like they've just started dropping all these original animated shows out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and from 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 the stuff I've seen, it's it's all good. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. A lot of these streaming platforms are going crazy with the original shows. I know, man, it's crazy. I'm so, 
I am so ready for Jack Ryan season two. So ready. I've heard that Amazon. there's some good cast, a good cast coming in it. Yeah, Amazon, hurry up! Why? How you gonna tell me coming soon, but I don't get a date? Right. Oh, I, I'm also um, in theaters. I'm ready for the next. Uh, <laughs> the next has fallen. Whatever the next <laughs> angel. Yeah, whatever falls now. <laughs> I'm ready for that, dude. You don't think it's going to be good? I'm not going to lie. Uh, Olympus was awesome. Olympus was fire. The first one? Oh, man. So, London was not that awesome. No. but London had a couple awesome parts. But this looks good. Angel looks good. Yeah. It's like the Fugitive, you know, Harrison Ford Fugitive. Remember that? Yeah. It's like that mixed with the Olympus has fallen, which I, I'm curious. I haven't seen Gerard do like, anything good I, in a while. Yeah, yeah. I like Butler as an action star, man. He's due for one. He's He usually does a good job. Yeah, he does. All right. Uh, yeah, we're going to get out of here. Play our our throwback. Since, since he has such a legendary album, it's only it's only fair. We got to gotta go out on Rick. Um, you got anything else to say? Hey man, check out Port of Miami too. You're, if not, you're missing out for sure. And Hobbs and Shaw. It's, it's just good music. I not even. You don't have to be a hip hop fan. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. All right. Until next time. Uh, 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 you blowing money fast on this side, nigga. Catch up, nigga. Catch up. I think I'm Big Meech, huh? Larry Hoover, whipping work, hallelujah, one nation, under God, real niggas getting money from the fucking start, I think I'm Big Meech, Larry Hoover, getting work, hallelujah, one nation, under God, real niggas getting money from the fucking start, my Rolls Royce triple black, I'm Geechee Howe, ballin' in the club, bottles like I'm Geechee Howe, Rose, that's my nickname, cocaine running in my big veins, self-made, you just affiliated, I build it ground up, you bought and renovated, talking plenty capers, nothing's been authenticated, funny you claiming the same bitch that I'm penetrating, hold the bottles up, where my comrades, what a fucking feelings, what my dog says uh, I got that Archie Bunker And it's so white, I just might charge a double I think I'm Big Meech, Larry Hoover Whipping work, hallelujah One nation, under God Real niggas getting money from the fucking start I think I'm Big Meech, Larry Hoover Getting work Hallelujah, one nation, under God, real niggas getting money from the fucking stars, these motherfuckers mad that I'm icy, stunt so hard, make them come and date me, I think I'm Big Meech, look at my timepiece, it's an Ademir, honey racks at least, look at yourself, now look at me, you can't see a nigga, I'm what you used to be, look at it this way, you niggas sideways, always getting money, my nigga crazy.
fucker nigga. I'm self-made. You a sucker nigga. I'm self-paid. It's for my broke niggas. It's for my rich niggas. Got a hundred on the head of a snitch nigga. I think I'm Big Meech. Larry Hoover. Whipping work. Hallelujah. One nation. Under God, real niggas getting money from the fucking star. I think I'm Big Meech, Larry Hoover, getting work. Hallelujah, One Nation. Under God, real niggas getting money from the fucking stars. Get 36, holes leave you bleeding, bam. Words in them 36, O's in a kilogram. Blunt tip, orange like caviar, wildin' out, fishtail and Subaru, rally car, out the passenger, letting the automatic off, for egg of that girl, I'll knock your mommy and your daddy off, fuck around and knock the emblem on that carry off, four shooters bugging out, flicking at your carry doors, and did I mention, guns from Red Dead Redemption, Nine mils, 50 clip extensions Coke is like a mattress in the hood I'm flipping on it And the money's like a chair I'm sitting on it I think I'm Big Meech Larry Hoover Whipping work Hallelujah One Nation Under God Real niggas getting money from the fucking start I think I'm Big Meech Larry Hoover Getting work Hallelujah, one nation, under God, real niggas getting money from the fucking stars. Maybach music.